This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 91. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be talking about organic versus non-GMO foods. Now, there is a difference. This is something we learned this past week. Uh, I think a lot of people use these synonymously, and a lot of people would like you to think they're synonymous terms. But there's a big difference. There is a difference. So we're going to talk about what those differences are and what you need to be looking out for in this episode. But first, as always, we have a rating. We do. And now this one, again, we're we're getting closer and closer to being caught up here. Uh, so uh, this so one... So give us more ratings. So give us more. <laughs> please. <laughs> please, please. Uh, so this one comes from... This was on February 8th of 2015 from the United States. And it is from Mel9746, who says... My favorite podcast is the title of the review. Ooh, I like it already. Yes. And... Uh, they say, this is my favorite podcast, and I wish I would have found it earlier. It's okay, though, since I've now listened to them all and caught up. Vicki and Larissa research everything they talk about and are completely non-judgmental. They have helped teach me that it's okay to make mistakes and that those mistakes should never stop me from trying. Awesome. It is very okay to make mistakes. Yes. Uh, I am like the queen of that. <laughs> and uh, you just have to forgive yourself and keep going, yep, right? We just keep moving on. All right. So what about a Facebook shout out? Okay. This is all yours. This is all mine. I want to give a shout out to our longtime listener and Peas and Carrots Society member, Natalie Cartledge. She has been so awesome about finding me avocado recipes and pretty much anything avocado she forwards to me. Now, why would that be? Because I love (laughs) avocados. I love them. And it's awesome. I get one. I get several actually every week, which is great. So thank you very much, Natalie. I really appreciate you doing that. Yeah, you eat so many avocados. I swear one morning I'm going to wake up and there's going to be like a Vicky sized avocado in the bed next to me. Well, it's a really good source of healthy fats. And, and, uh, you know, we're doing the Weight Watchers thing now too. And it does get, 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 it is a higher points wise as, uh, versus some of the other fruits, but it is, um, still a very healthy power food. So yes. Yes. All right. We got a, we have a couple of news updates. Okay. And then don't let me forget, I wanted to mention, before we get into our topic, I want to mention uh, the Happy Herbivore 100,000 Step Challenge. Okay. We'll do that. Uh, you want to do that first or you want to do this? Oh, well, uh, sure. I started it. Okay. Go for it. You're going <laughs> to um, leave people hanging. Now, they're just, know, now they right? won't even listen to the news thing. I know, right? <laughs> um, wait until the very end and I'll... No. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Happy Herbivore is a website that is uh, plant-based eating, and she, she her name is Lindsay, the the woman who who started it, and it's a really great site. She's got and she's got meal plans. She's got all kinds of things on there. But one thing that she's doing this month, the month of March. Now, as we're recording, this is uh, it's February twenty eighth, but the release date for this episode is March fifteenth. So right now we're halfway through this challenge. But uh, for the month of March, she is doing a 100,000 step 
challenge. Steps being, you know, like walking steps Mm -hmm. or running if you're a runner. And uh, Danielle Freed, one of our longtime, in fact, probably one of our longest listeners and uh, Peas and Carrots. She might be the member. first person that ever yeah, reached out to us, She's the first person who right? ever sent us an email. Yep. That's cool. Uh, and, you know, we talk about Danielle a lot. We're buds. And uh, so she actually clued me into this on Facebook a few days ago. And so uh, I signed up for it. Vicky's signing up for it. And Danielle. And we've got some of the, I posted it in Peas and Carrots. And so we've got quite a few of, of our, our group who are doing this this month. And, and uh, so definitely it's it's too late to sign up for this as this is being released, mm-hmm. but definitely go out to, if you haven't, go to happyherbivore.com and check out their website. It's a fantastic website, lots of great resources. And I just wanted to give her props for that. Awesome. All right. So news. All right. News. So I've got a couple of pieces here uh, to share with folks. The first one is about a school. It's in Southern California called the Muse School. And it is founded by James Cameron, the director, and his wife, Susie Cameron. Didn't James Cameron do like Avatar? And, yeah, he yeah, did he all those Titanic, of, I yeah, think, all those big yeah. movies. Uh, well, his school is officially going to go all vegan. Cool. It's a private school, and it's, 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 uh, it's really cool. I was reading about this. It, it's environmentally focused. The curriculum is environmentally focused. And uh, let's see, I think I have a quote from him here. He says, meals at Muse will be 100% plant-based. The average person would say vegan, but we say whole food plant-based. It's about raising kids who don't think it's strange or exotic or worthy of a pat on the back to be doing the right thing for the living biosphere. That's awesome. That is awesome. And and apparently they went vegan in 2012 after watching the documentary, Much Like Us. One of the things, this was not one of the films that inspired us initially to go vegetarian, but uh, it is definitely an influential one, and that is Forks Over Knives. We saw that one just, uh, I think, a couple of months after we saw the others, and uh, it just helped to solidify our decision for us. So Yes. yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Now, this other update I have, it's not so much new, but it definitely is newsworthy. And that is that um, in January, I think it was January 26, Ellen DeGeneres celebrated her 57th birthday. And in lieu of gifts, she asked her fans to donate to the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which is awesome. We've used quite a bit of their quotes, resources. We use them a lot in our research. Uh, they were in, I think they were in Forks Over Knives quite mm-hmm. a bit. I think that was a documentary where we first were introduced to that uh, particular committee. So they're doing very good work. uh, And we are going to link up their website and a donation page in in case you want to make a donation, um, not just for Ellen's birthday, but you know, just ongoing, I think they have like a give monthly kind Mm -hmm. of thing too. So it's really important because these folks are a group that's looking out for you and are really trying to make sure that uh, you know, our food is, is as healthy as possible and that, um, you know, they're very influential in trying to uh, pass certain legislation to help make sure that you're educated about what you're putting in your body. Right. Yeah. And, you know, on another note with um, Ellen and her birthday, uh, I read this, I guess, on her actual birthday or, or right around there, that she actually shares a birthday with Ellie Lax, who is the founder of The Gentle Barn. And if you remember, uh, well, you've heard us talk about The Gentle Barn. We need to get her on the show. We do. I would yeah, love I to do an to interview with her. her. Uh, but uh, anyway, the uh, Gentle Barn is an animal sanctuary in uh, California. And so Ellen and uh, Ellie share a birthday. And Ellen and Portia have really, uh, they've been to uh, the Gentle Barn to visit numerous times. And they, you know, help support them with uh, monetarily. And I think Ellie, Ellie's been on 
the Ellen show as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, as a guest. And so what Ellen did on her birthday was she went to the gentle barn and spent the day with Ellie um, hugging animals, which nice. I thought was awesome. That's an awesome so, way to spend a birthday. I know, right? So hint, hint, what I want to do for my birthday. We could do that. That'd be awesome. Yes, please. All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Sure, let's go. Okay. Well, we're going to be talking about organic versus non-GMO. And this is something, as I mentioned at the in the introduction, that kind of was news to us. I mean, once we were reading more about it, then it made sense. But, uh, you know, this term non-GMO is um, something that the food industry is trying to push. And it sounds very much like the way they pushed terms like light or natural, natural or, yeah. Because, superfood. Yeah, because there is a difference and they want you to think non-GMO and organic are the same. And let's talk a little bit about why they want you to think that. Okay, well, now here's something really interesting. Uh, Max Goldberg in his on his website, livingmaxwell.com, and I like him. He's kind of akin to the food babe. Uh, he's, he's not quite as... Uh, aggressive, I don't think, but he's a very, he's very much an advocate uh, for the consumer and, you know, uh, putting things out there that help to enlighten uh, issues about, about food and, you know, what you should be eating and, and um, some things that people that manufacturers may not tell you. So anyway, Max Goldberg is his name, livingmaxwell.com. So on his, he had a blog post recently on his site where he talked about a recent online survey where uh, a thousand people were asked questions regarding organic and non-GMO foods. And so 80% of the people who were surveyed of the thousand people said that they actively look for foods labeled non-GMO when they do their shopping, their grocery shopping. 56, Which I have to admit, I think I probably yeah, did too. Yeah, the we did too. Your eye. Yeah. Right. Uh, 56% of the surveyed people said that non-GMO is the most important factor in choosing safe Foods, so foods that are you know safe to eat, better to eat, for, better for you to eat, and then uh, fifty only fifty two percent said that organic is the most important factor. Okay, so more media focus on the non GMO, uh, as we said, is really in part due to big companies and anti labeling legislation that wants you to believe these two things are the same, but the truth is they are not. Right, and so I think that the the media focus and all the attention that non GMO gets kind of leads people to think that it's that it's more important, right? Exactly, and organic organic regulations. So in order for something to be labeled as organic, those regulations are much more prohibited than non. On GMO, which is why the companies like a lot of big companies who want to hide stuff from you would rather you think that well, by putting non-GMO on there, think that you think that's the same. Right. 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 <laughs> did I say that right? I think <laughs> I, I think did. you did. Okay. So there. So the difference is there's a government system in place to regulate the organic foods. So anything that's labeled as organic, the USDA certified organic program has uh, a system in place to be able to monitor that. Right. Anything that has that USDA certified label label on it. That says it's organic. Because you can put organic on it, but if Mm -hmm. it doesn't have that sort of that little green uh, circle with the white writing that says USDA organic, it's not certified organic. Yes. And so what's important to know is that there's no government regulations in place for non-GMO certification, just like there's not for natural or light or things like that. So basically anybody could put non-GMO on their label without any legal 
ramifications whatsoever. Right. So even if it's not true, right? That's right. Yeah. So there's an independent certification program from non-GMO foods, the non-GMO project. But again, there's nothing legal to enforce violators. So it's pretty much more of a watchdog group. Mm-hmm. Now they do have that and, and they are legitimate. I mean, they have the little symbol, the non-GMO project verified. If I remember correctly, I think it's like a check mark. Um, yeah. But again, that's, you know, they, they do go and certify that, but it's an independent organization. So it's not government. And that's the difference between the USDA organic and the non-GMO, the project. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Whole Foods program. Yeah, so this, I I love this. Whole Foods has a great program in the works that uh, they actually announced and started in 2013. And it's called the GMO, the Whole Foods GMO Labeling Initiative. And so their goal with this is by 2018, the goal of Whole Foods is to have all products that they sell that contain GMOs labeled as such. So, and I like this because it's a step, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I, you know, I, I think that it would have been a mistake for them to be so ambitious to say, and I don't think it's even possible right now, for them to be so ambitious to say, you know, we're just not going to sell any products that contain GMOs because I think their shelves would be bare. Pretty empty. Um, yeah. Especially with things like uh, supplements and, you know, Whole Foods sells a lot of supplements and a lot of supplements contain GMO ingredients. And uh, so this is a good first step. So mm-hmm. what they're saying is that if a product on our sh- is on our shelf and it is not non-GMO, so if it contains GMO ingredients, we're going to tell you it contains GMO ingredients on the label. That's so, awesome. I think and that's amazing. Another reason to love Whole Foods. I, I really do love them. Mm-hmm. I know they have their own controversy and certain things, mm-hmm. but they're trying, like you said. They are, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what certified organic means. Okay, so certified organic, both certified organic and non-GMO, first of all, have no GMOs, okay? But certified organic means that there are also no synthetic pesticides, no Roundup herbicides. Now, herbicide, you want to talk a little bit about what Roundup herbicide is? Yeah, Roundup is uh, Monsanto's um, signature product, I guess. That was what made Monsanto big to begin with was uh, they produced this this weed killer called Roundup and what they've done with it is, you know, it will kill, it selectively kills, so it it knows to kill the weeds but not the plant, the legitimate plant. Okay, thank you. But it's, it's icky. Uh, and then Processing with hexane is, uh, which is a neurotoxin, is prohibited on anything that is labeled certified organic. It is not prohibited on non-GMO. Now, hexane is used in processing non-organic to extract oil uh, or non-organic products to extract oil from plants, canola, corn, and to process soy products. So like soy protein, isolate, textured vegetable protein, et cetera, that kind of thing. And can you imagine eating, I mean, we're eating neurotoxins. Yeah. You know, isn't that uh, like what, like if you get a snake bite, that's neurotoxins, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's what the, that's what snakes inject yeah, into you. I, I don't know, but I, I know I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely don't want this next thing on my food. Yeah, and the next thing is sewage sludge. So sewage sludge is not permitted on anything that is labeled certified organic. And what is that used for? Okay, so sewage sludge, it's a it's biosolid. It's a biosolid and it is actually is treated human waste that is used on some non-organic crops. For 
What? For fertilization. Ugh. Yeah. That's so disgusting. I know. That so is like really... if we go to the store and we get like non-organic zucchini or something, that could be fertilized with poop. It could be. Oh, that's yeah. so gross. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. I didn't I mean, either. I, I obviously know about animals, but I mean. I just don't understand, understand yeah. how that is possible. I mean, even treated, you know. Ugh. Okay, Yuck. so for organic animal products, livestock um, are not treated with synthetic growth hormones or antibiotics. But for non-GMO, they could be. Could be. That's something else I don't want in my body. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, So something interesting, organic foods are also said to help maintain a healthier weight. And that makes sense. You and I were talking a little bit about this as we were going through some of the research, because you think about these, um, so many of the chemicals used in non-organic foods are obesogens. (laughs) Which just sounds made (laughs) up. I'm sorry. And they promote fat storage because they want these animals bigger, right? And then on top of that, we were talking about synthetic growth hormones and antibiotics. I mean, that just makes sense that that, you know, you're eating what you, you're, becoming what you eat right Mm -hmm. so you're eating these things of course i think i can see how that would contribute to weight gain yeah and you know it's it's, and it's not it's more than just those it's the pesticides and preservatives and things so any of these things that are like synthetic like man-made chemical uh type things apparently promote weight gain which I mean I don't understand I, I don't understand how it works mm-hmm. and like I said I think the term obesogens should be changed to something else because it just makes it sound made up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it because it makes it sound like something you definitely don't want. So yeah. I mean, if you if it's there, maybe it's more of a deterrent. Yeah, if you, that's I don't true. Know, I guess. Yeah, it just sounds kind of silly. But um, and, and then uh, one other thing is. And we've said this with other things, too. Uh, just because it's organic doesn't mean it's healthy. Yes. Yeah, so word of caution. Don't fall into that. Oh, this is a, they, you know, I heard this was the best thing to get organic. You still need to flip it over and look for things like natural flavors, hidden MSG, preservatives, non-synthetic, non-synthetic, <laughs> synthetic, synthetic, synthetic. I said it. Okay. And then uh, unhealthy, unhealthy oils. Right. So. Just because a bag of potato chips is made with uh, non with organic and non-GMO potatoes doesn't mean they're not still greasy potato chips. That's right. Right. Better for you than the others, but still not the best. True. Okay. So so let's talk about then Max Goldberg's list, and I, I love this list. And so these this is um he has a list on his website of five ways to avoid GMOs, and you know these are things. Some of them are things that you know you think are just common sense, but a lot of times you just don't remember to look for them, or you just don't think about it. Uh, so what's the first one? Okay, now remember this is to avoid not this is to avoid GMOs mm-hmm. because uh, okay, well the first one is buy USDA certified organic products. Uh, this, and, and again, that's yeah. because uh, uh, all organic products do have not, to be yeah GM, they have non-GMO. to be GMO free. Mm-hmm. Now going to really the second one is buy non GMO product verified products, but remember that doesn't mean they don't contain the other things we just talked about. Right. So, so, but he's just talking about organic. right. He's just talking about ways to avoid GMOs. Right. All right. So the next one is um, to know the high risk crops. So crops that are a large percentage of what's grown is uh, 
are GMO genetically modified or, you know, I think I was thinking about that. I don't even think we ever said at the beginning of this what GMO stands for. And I know most people know now, but it's genetically modified, modified organism. organism. Yes. <clears throat> so and we do have a, yeah, we do have an earlier podcast. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that because it's just kind of a given these days, right? Right. Uh, we have an episode that goes a little bit earlier, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, a little bit deeper into our discussion of what GMOs are. I don't, we can link up to link it to in it. the show notes, but uh, yeah, that goes into the name and it's why they're called, bad Oh no, GMO. Oh no. <laughs> okay. But uh, okay. So anyway, getting back to number three, uh, just kind of make yourself familiar with what these crops are that are often or predominantly grown with genetically modified organisms. So uh, the first one is corn. So 91% of all corn crops that are grown for, I guess, U.S. consumption are genetically modified. 91% corn, canola, 90%, cotton, 90%, sugar beets, 95%, soy, 94%. And that last one is one that's particularly important for vegetarians and vegans because we tend to eat more product. I mean, soy is is pervasive in, in our, our food system now, right? I mean, it's so, uh, you know, oils and um, all kinds of different soy products. But us, you know, we've got tofu and we use tamari more often probably and, and soy sauce, you know, things like that. So that one's particularly important for us. So soy, 94% of all soybeans grown are genetically modified. And then there are a few up and comers too that are kind of um, growing in, <laughs> growing, haha, growing in, <laughs> uh, in GMO uh usage and that's a papaya that's grown in Hawaii. So I think at this point, 50% of all Hawaiian grown papaya is GMO. And then also um, yellow squash, zucchini and sweet corn. And that's bad news for us, particularly you and me, because our um, local close grocery store doesn't carry uh, organic squash and zucchini. And we eat a lot of squash and zucchini. Mm -hmm. So we have to trek all the way across town to go to Whole Foods anytime we need to stock up on squash and zucchini. But, yeah, but yeah. we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it, yes. Hopefully they'll open a Whole Foods on our side of town I hope. soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, you want to also know the high-risk ingredients. So pretty much all sugar that isn't specifically called cane sugar, and then canola oil, corn sweeteners, and then soy ingredients, soy flour, TVP, tofu, tamari, soy sauce, that kind of thing. Also, GMO. Mm-hmm. And then the last tip uh, from Max Goldberg is to avoid products from animals that are not fed organic feed. So for vegetarians, that would be eggs and dairy products. For vegans, that's kind of a non-issue. Okay, so uh, just in sum, as we've as we've talked about, the best way to go is to go organic. If you're trying to avoid GMOs altogether. Non, the non-GMO certified label is also fine, but remember the other things we talked about, all the pesticides, herbicides, the sewage sludge, the antibiotics, and uh, you know other poisons that are in there. Hexane. Hexane, yeah. Be careful of all that stuff. Uh, we, di- we will be linking up also to an article on foodbabe.com. We also use her for quite a bit of our research. Uh, and in well, that's what got us started on this. Yeah, I was reading something that she topic. had posted. One of her latest uh, posts was on this. So, uh, yeah, so we'll have we'll link you up. 
All right. Are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Sure. And I'm going to let you take this one for obvious reasons. Which okay. Will be apparent immediately. And you know, Natalie may have given me this one. I don't remember if I saw this. Maybe I saw this on um, just on reading on my own. I'm not really sure. But the recipe of the week is panko baked avocado tacos. Very yummy looking. I got this recipe from John and Dana at The Minimalist Baker. It's minimalistbaker.com is their website. I love their website. I took a course of theirs. It was a uh, food photography course because one of the things, Larissa, and I want to do a better job of this year is taking some yummy food pictures. And uh, I actually took a course of, uh, I'm, I'm, I took two actually. I'm in the process of taking one. I finished one a few weeks ago. And uh, it was really good. And uh, their website is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So if you have a chance, head on out there. Now, they are not themselves vegan, but most of their recipes are vegan. And what I love about this site too is, and I'm going to read a little bit from their about page here. It says, Minimalist Baker is a space for simple, delicious food. All recipes require just 10 ingredients or less, sometimes seven, one bowl, or 30 minutes or less to prepare. While we aren't strictly vegan or gluten uh where we aren't strictly a vegan or gluten-free free blog, many of the recipes are special diet friendly. We simply love experimenting in the kitchen and providing unique and enticing recipes. And they are very unique, enticing, and their pictures are beautiful. I aspire to be like them when it comes to food <laughs> photography. So. And I'm sure you will be because you have photography in your genes. Uh, I, I think I have a little bit of that. Yeah. My yeah, grandfather was a photographer and, and my dad is a photographer. Mm -hmm. I know like my cousin likes to take photography as well. Yeah, she's really good too. Okay, are we ready to move into the quote of the week? Sure. So this week's quote comes from our belated birthday girl, Ellen DeGeneres, who said, if we're destroying our trees and destroying our environment and hurting animals and hurting one another and all that stuff, there's got to be a very powerful energy to fight that. I think we need more love in the world. We need more kindness, more compassion, more joy, more laughter. I definitely want to contribute to that. And I would say she definitely does. I think she does. She makes a lot of people very happy. A lot of animals very happy as mm -hmm. well. And you know what? Just one one quick thing. The funniest Ellen thing I think I've ever seen her do or heard her was uh, when she did the little skit on or the little uh, bit in her stand-up routine about tripping over something on the sidewalk. Yeah. Do you remember that one? That was hilarious. It I was laughing so up. hard. I was crying. And I think maybe one of the reasons it's so funny to me is because I remember how much it affected you. I was dying. Remember? Yes. I was like doubled over laughing so hard. Yeah. But the, the gist of it is, and I can't do it justice, of course, but the gist of it is that, you know, how if you if you trip over something on the sidewalk or if you stumble or something, you immediately turn around and like stare like it's like trying to play it off yeah. like to see what tripped you yeah or, exactly like i normally don't walk like this right exactly but <laughs> just the way that she delivers that that she has that and then she has a toilet paper uh a single square toilet paper oh yeah thing that, that yeah. always gets me but anyway we're getting off topic all right Okay, so uh, just a quick reminder that we would greatly appreciate you stopping by iTunes and leaving us a rating. Uh, very honest rating is helpful. A five-star is awesome. We love our five-star ratings so much that we read them all on the show. So if you have an opportunity, uh, we would really appreciate you going out there. And just even if you leave us uh, not the text, I think you can just leave like a star rating 
or something on there. That would be very helpful because that helps people find us. Mm-hmm. And we've been very fortunate that on iTunes, we are still in the what's hot section. And that is in great part to you guys who mm-hmm. subscribe. So make sure if you haven't so actually hit the subscribe button on, on in iTunes that you do that. So that way, every time a new episode comes out, you get that automatically. And again, it would be great if you could uh, leave us a rating because that helps us stay on that list and people find us and we grow and we've been growing. That's great. I mean, I know we've been getting a lot more downloads. Our downloads have increased quite a bit. And uh, we've been getting people coming to the um, to the uh, Facebook page. And Mm -hmm. so now we're going to get trying to get some things to beef up the website a little bit. And as I mentioned, please look out for some more food photography or more food photos out there, I should say. Right, right. And then uh, one more thing, Uh, if you would like to help support the show, one way you can do that is to head on over to our Amazon shop uh, where you can purchase a lot of the great products that we talk about. And, you know, one thing about those products is we don't put things in the store that we don't use or that we haven't tried at least. Um, because I, you know, or that we haven't heavily researched yes, and are comfortable with endorsing. True. Uh, but I would say that 95 to 98% of stuff in the store is something that we've actually used yes. or use now. Yes. Um, so getting to our store is super simple. Just uh, visit our website, vegetarianzen.com, and then up on the menu bar, click on the favorite products tab, and that will take you right. It's It keeps you within our site um, until you click on an Amazon link, but that'll take you uh, to a display that shows all of our Amazon products. Yeah, and the cool thing is, it doesn't charge. It doesn't cost you one cent more than you when you would ju- if you just went to Amazon and purchased those products on your own. But Amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks for everything that you buy, and that includes things outside of the actual product. So let's just say you see like our reusable produce bags out there, and then you think, oh, I have to pick up. Uh, you know, something else. Uh, there was a couple of other things you had to order. We actually, Amazon gives us credit for that too. Yeah. If you click on the, the reusable produce bags in our store, then you buy other products and yeah, yeah we get So again, them. a way to support the show without actually having to spend anything extra than you would have spent anyways um, by going out to Amazon. So yeah. So thank you. All right. Well, I think that does it for the show this week. Sweet. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 